It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Church Parks, James Seltzer, the Bet Parks Picks Pod with some Eagles talk as well because there's a lot of Eagles talk. We'll get into the tournament later. We'll talk some gambling at some point, but um, obviously we got to get into all the news. I mean, I haven't slept in two days. My nice. dog's been sick. I'm so tired. I'm, I'm Elliot's going to carry this pod just so everyone knows. Well, the, 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 the there you go. You're right. <laughs> That's correct. The no. pressure's on for you today, buddy. All right. Tons to get into since we last talked. Since we last spoke on the pod, they've signed Rashad Penny. They obviously had the Darius Slay drama from yesterday, yes. and then Fletcher Cox back as well. Um, do you want to take it one by one? Do you want to give your yeah. macro thoughts? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I guess the macro thought would be um, I would give this offseason an A+. Plus I think it's so been far. outstanding. I, I so think it, it, it couldn't be going better in a lot of ways. Look, Hargrave leaving. Not was I, always going to happen. Ideal. It's but, always going to happen. Twenty one million a year. He got a ton of money. It just is right? what it is. Like there so, was no, there was a zero. Per, the way it played out with the market, there was a zero percent chance that Javon Hargrave was going to be right. And, and here's what I would say. Like so, uh, uh, and understandably, a lot of people are really excited about this offseason among the fan base, and they should be. It's been a great offseason. Um, but there's also a lot of like, you know, bring Chauncey back, bring Chauncey back, and we'll get in, we'll get into that. My my thing would be this. We all agree Howie's a great general manager, right? The like the whole thing is like let Howie cook, let Howie cook how he normally cooks, which is lines in the outside of the field, the corners, the receivers, the defensive line, the offensive line. Those are the positions that they valued so far: Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, uh, James Bradbury, Darius Slay. Right? I Jason understand. Kelsey. 
And Jason Kelsey, yeah. So I understand the the excitement around Chauncey and everything. But ultimately, when when I look at what they've done this offseason so far, they're going to bring back, I mean, you know, obviously Jalen Ramsey going to Miami complicates the, the discussion. But they're going to bring back probably the best cornerback duo in the NFL. They're going to have the best receiver receiving duo in the NFL. They have the edge rushers from last year. Kelsey's back. Fletcher Cox, there's mixed opinion on opinions on him out there because people are going to feel he's overpaid. I don't think he's overpaid. I think it's what the market. It's I mean, what the market dictated. If, if anything, he's a million or two, maybe like eight, nine. You could say was yeah. like what was hopeful. And it's but not a huge difference. That's look, more he, an emotional he, difference. He's going to be the tied for the twenty third highest paid defensive tackle. Like that's yeah, probably and, what he should be. And look, we we saw what the market is. Javon Hargrave got twenty one million in last year, according to Pro Football Focus. I think there was only five or six defensive tackles in the whole league that had more sacks. If Fletcher Cox played for another team last year. And the Eagles signed yesterday a defensive tackle that was top 10 in the league in sacks that had a Hall of Fame career, arguably. People would be like, what a great signing by Howie, right? The fact that people, for some reason, just have a grudge against Fletcher at this point. Well, look. Not I, a grudge, I, but I mean, people. No, I think some of it's warranted. He has taken plays off the last few years. He has not been. He has he had said a bad stuff 2021. Like, he did the Gannon thing where he's like, I'm not going to chase down screens. Right. Like, he said and done some stuff that is not what you want from a football That's player fair. on your That's team. Fair. But I agree. I think it's gone too far. Well, we were talking about this on the morning show today. The idea that like Fletcher Cox is one of the the maybe five best defensive players in the history of the franchise. You know, he's a five Probably, ten, yeah. or certainly in our lifetimes, like Bill Berge, stuff like that, Panaric, right. whatever. You know. But in terms of as a uh, in terms of my lifetime, the last like forty years of Eagles football, he's like one of the five or six best defensive players we've had. But he is like Brandon Graham, who is you know obviously has the biggest play in the history of the franchise is way more of an all-time Eagle, quote-unquote, than Fletcher Cox is. And Fletcher Cox has had a way better career. Yeah. So it is fascinating. There's something about Fletcher in this town where he is just not he is not loved the way his career has said he should be. Right. I, I agree with that. And, look, I think part of it is Brandon's personality and Jason's personality totally. versus Fletcher's Fletcher's personality. Fletcher's quiet. Right. He doesn't talk quiet. to media. He doesn't, he doesn't do media. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't do any of that stuff, right? But in terms of a need... Defensive tackle was the biggest need on this roster, and they brought back a player who had a really good year last year. And, you know, I, I get that the players around him probably propped him up. Well, guess what, though? Like, a lot of those players are back. Like, the same guys, like Reddick, Graham. Yeah, Sweat. Hargrave's the only one who's not. Yeah, Hargrave's the only one that's not. And so I, I think that was a good signing. But, you know, when we when this offseason started and coming off the Super Bowl, my opinion was I wanted to see turnover on defense because I wanted new blood on the team. And I still believe that. I do, right? But I also, the further away from the season we get and the more you look at the rest of the conference, I think the the incompetency of the rest of the NFC is like forcing the Eagles to go all the way back in. Well, they should. Yeah, and they, and they I mean, should. The but conference saying, is wide open. The conference is bad. I mean, Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the conference by miles. Like, Dak's second. Dak is the second best quarterback in the NFC. Maybe you know if Stafford's healthy, we don't know if we'll ever play a football game. I think Stafford's game again. done. Yeah, right. But the, but that's the point. Like yeah. those are the names you're talking. Derek Carr. Like that's the second, third, fourth best yep. quarterbacks in the NFC. Yeah. I mean, especially with Rodgers likely going to the Jets now, and, and whether he's good or not, you know, who knows? Right. Like Jalen is like well, he's not going to be in the Packers. Yeah. Far and away the best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah, and and the Eagles are far and away the best team. I mean, I will say the Cowboys. Like, getting Stephon Gilmore was a good move. The Cowboys are good. I mean, as good as the Eagles were last year and amazing as the season was, they didn't clinch the division until the last game of the season, right? So the Cowboys will be an obstacle. And it sucks that they're in the the division. So you're looking at either probably one or five, right? But ultimately, the Eagles are the best team in the conference. So 
I understand the are they bringing back too many old guys? Graham, Kelsey, Cox. I, I get all that. I don't. I, but, I, but 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 I mean, but Graham but, and Kelsey, like everyone wanted them back. Like this no, is well, not, the, yeah. what I'm saying is though it's just Cox. I, that people I think are they were about. all good moves. You yeah. needed Kelsey back. I think Graham, you got basically for free. And Fletcher, they needed. They needed a veteran defensive tackle. If it wasn't going to be Fletcher, it was going to be somebody else. And at least with Fletcher, you know him, right? You know he's played well. I know it's a, a, you know going to be some differences in the defensive system, but but the size is going to do a lot of what Gannon did. You're familiar with him in the building. To your point, all-time great player for the franchise. So I think that stuff should matter a little bit. He matters in the locker and, room too. Like he is like forgetting what we feel about him in that locker room. Like he is a player that 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 people look to, and he is you know yeah. I wouldn't call him a leader per se, but he is an he's a an presence. important voice. Yeah, he's yeah. A, a presence in that locker. Room. But also captain, so all that type of stuff. One thing I maybe overlooked when I did the whole like you know bring in new blood thing is one benefit of these three guys is they have been to the Super Bowl and played the season after. Right, like they know what next year is going to be like. They know what this off season looks like. They know the pressure of it. So, I think those are important voices to have in the uh, to to have in the locker room. So, ultimately, when I look on a macro sense of what they've done, I think they've remained the best team in the conference. I think they've filled the holes that were there. With again, think about yesterday or at a certain point, they didn't have Bradbury or Slay. Like I know the timing was a little off, but there was you know a chance Bradbury was going to go, and it sounds like Slay for multiple for a few days has going to been potentially gone. So they brought back both of their corners. They've you know helped the defensive tackle spot. They've uh, re-upped the offensive line with bringing Kelsey back. So I, I think it's been an, an awesome offseason so far. Um, all right, I want to get to the slate thing in a sec, but with the Cox thing before we move off it, I think when a lot of Eagles fans and and it is strange, I think a lot of Eagles fans are down on Fletcher Cox. I mean, we're in the morning show. Like the right. vast majority of people were like, I don't want him for ten million dollars. It feels like an overpay. I you and I both agree it's yeah, not, not an overpay. If if at all, it's a tiny overpay, if if anything, you know, a million or two, nothing crazy. Right. Um I think the other step that people take in their mind is, oh no, because of that ten million, we're not gonna get CJGJ. What's your response to that? I'm fine with that. I don't think that's the case, but so, I'm yeah, fine like with elaborate that. on that. Like do, could they still sign CJGJ? So they have to restructure lane. Like they they have to. It's so, shocking they haven't where's yeah. all this money coming from? I, I have no idea. So in, <laughs> uh, it must just be they know that lane's restructured and it hasn't, and it they hasn't haven't been leaked it or whatever. Yet. But ultimately it has to be. There's no way. So so ultimately, I almost can't even answer that question because I don't know how much they're opening up with Lane. I would assume it's a lot. I also, we don't know yet the cap hit for Fletcher. It's a one-year $10 million deal. Who knows what that really means, Yeah, right? it's a great point. Maybe six and a half is guaranteed. Well, like, who knows? But ultimately, I would say this. I think they can sign Chauncey Gardner-Johnson if they want to just because there's always ways to manipulate the cap. Here's my Chauncey Gardner-Johnson take. And you wanted me to to carry the pod. Give me two minutes Please, to buddy. go off on Chauncey. Please. Okay. As a fan, right, I understand wanting Chauncey back completely, right? 12-year-old Elliot would love to have Chauncey back. He wants to wear number three. It's my favorite number. He's fun to follow on social media. He's an exciting player. He brings important things to the locker room. I get why he's a fan favorite. But Chauncey, at this point of his career, has played safety for one year, Right. He is, according to Pro Football Focus last year, like the 43rd best cover safety in the league, which I'll, I will acknowledge is a bit of a flawed stat, but it is, you know, it is a stat. Like, they are tracking it. I think Chauncey is a good player. I do not think Chauncey is a difference maker, in my opinion. I don't think turnovers carry over year to year, right? Like, he, he put on his Instagram last night that he would have 12 interceptions he played the whole year. 
he wasn't going to have 12 interceptions, right? So while I think if they bring Chauncey back, I'm not going to come on the pod and say this is a bad move because money is fake in a certain whatever, right? They're better with Chauncey on their roster. But I think the Chauncey thing has reached a fever pitch where I think people are overrating how good he is right now. And he's young, so I get that. But I'm not giving Chauncey $14 million a year. Oh, I don't think he'll get that. Yeah, and, and, and so when I look at this, I go, the guys that they've signed... I would have also prioritized over Chauncey. I would have brought in, you know, the Slay thing yesterday. I think bringing Slay back is a better move than bringing Chauncey back. I think bringing bad Bradbury's a better back. And and again, it's because if we take a step back and look at how the general manager that we all agree is great builds, he does not prioritize linebacker or safety. He's never prioritized it. He wouldn't pay Malcolm at the end of his career, right? He's never paid a linebacker big money, really. I guess Nigel got a decent deal. But ultimately, he's never prioritized those positions. Why? Because the offensive line, the defensive line, the receivers, the corners, and the quarterback. That's how you win, right? The middle of the field matters most in terms of the trenches and then the outside for the skill position players. So if you want to tell me Chauncey's a versatile player that can play safety and backup nickel, that to me sounds like a four or five million dollar a year player. I do I am not I just don't think he's worth all this money. So I, if they don't sign Chauncey today, and I think I think they still might, but if they don't, I don't think fans should be like panicked upset. Outside of the emotional part, and I get that. But from a team-building perspective, I don't think losing Chauncey would be a big deal. Yeah, I think you're underselling him. I agree with your overall point. I think he's overrated by Eagles fans. We talked about it heading him where— And I understand you know, it. And like, he pulled it up, and he was like the runaway winner with Hargrave and Bradbury and him, which was like crazy, especially with Hargrave. It was so clear, that and, and the market dictated that Hargrave is a more valuable player than Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. But— I do think you underrate him as a player. I think he's a really good player, and he does give them versatility. He's you know can play safety, can play nickel, can you know cover well for you know he's a quarterback. So I get your point in the the PFF thing, but I think Chauncey's a good cover safety. I, I think mean, he's, he's a good. cornerback. I agree, he's good, I, and I think that he does bring stuff to the locker room. And he does bring a fire and and stuff that does matter. Like I don't think it's not important at all. But I, I think he's overrated from here. I think he's more than a four or five. I think he's more like an eight or nine million dollar player, and I think that's probably where he'll end up coming. Yeah, I'll be interested to see where he ends up coming in. I'm surprised he has not signed. Like, I thought the deal was basically done, and obviously it was not. I do wonder if the whole Slate thing yesterday, if Chauncey fell apart, I don't know, like, what what happened there. But there's also, and this is irrational of me, but I'll say it first. Like, I don't know, man. Part of me is like, I see Slay yesterday, and I know he tweets at other teams too, but his wife is tweeting about how sad they are they're going to leave Philly. I know Slay was upset about the idea of leaving Philly. Kelsey really wants to be here. Brandon really wants to be here. Fletcher obviously wants to be here. And I understand Chauncey's a different point in his career. But if the Eagles are trying hard to re-sign Chauncey, and I think they're trying. I don't know about like— I think there's too much smoke to—like there are enough people, yeah, credible people who've said they really like him, they really want him, this and that, where I think you have to put I agree. some no, weight in for that. For sure. Yeah. There's just a little part of me that's like, like either sign or don't. And I, and I get that it's a big life decision. You have to make it quickly, and he should cash in. I get that. But there's – it's just, a, to me, an interesting juxtaposition of all these guys are so excited to come back to Philly. Slay is so into it. And Chauncey, you know, is tweeting about being a Bengal. Yeah, he's 25, though. Uh, again, and, and I, I'm saying it's a contract. Yeah, just, I, I get your point, but that doesn't bother me. I, I just – yeah. So, for me with the Chauncey thing, again, I think they want him. I think that they are probably like, why has this not happened? But I do think at a certain point you have to just move on and say, you know what? Like, we'll invest this money elsewhere. 
Like I again, I would bring back Isaac Sayamalo, or I would consider it, which would, is not going to happen. Prob- probably. Not. I mean, yeah. I think enough with the. He's not signed yet. Well, and uh, which is interesting. Yeah, but I think it is. You know, enough people were like, "Oh, Cam Jurgens guard." Cam, it almost felt like the Eagles were like, "Hey, we're yeah. going to move Cam Jurgens guard." Everybody, just, yeah, you know. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But I would prioritize like bring in another edge rusher, bring in another veteran. Like you know, I, I would take the money that they have left to spend. If Chauncey is not going to take their offer. I would take that money and put it into positions that we know matter more than safety. So, you know, we're recording this at 10, 15 a.m. or whatever on, on, a, on a Thursday. Chauncey might be back. I, I would just, if, if by the time you're listening to this, Chauncey has left, I would just say, like I said after the Super Bowl, like it's going to be okay. You know, the, the team is still very, very good. They're the best in the conference. Their defense will be good without Chauncey. And that's just, that's where I'm at with the Chauncey thing, where... I could really kind of like take it or leave it. If he's back, I think it's good for the team because he's he's a a good player. If he's gone, I, I frankly don't think it matters. Yeah, I'm I'm we disagree on that, but but I would like him back, especially again like Reed Blankenship's your only safety right now. That's it. That's all you got. You know, yeah, you can you can draft guys, you can yeah, sign veteran again, guys. Like the, like, again, you are you are going into the season with Kobe Dean and Reed Blankenship as of now. Your only linebacker, yeah, your only they have safety. To add people, right, I agree. right, and and I'd rather have Chauncey Gardner Johnson than than player X. And I understand it's money and all that, and yeah. I'm not saying overpay for him, but I would like Chauncey back yeah, more. Th- than they you. are better with Chauncey. I agree with that 100. percent All right, I want to get to the roller coaster of Darius Slay yesterday, but download the Bet Parks Sportsbook mm. app because literally uh, we we do this all the time. Like download the app, download. The yeah. App. If we have ever had a day, I know where it was like above and beyond. Download the freaking app and have some fun. It's today. The next two days, really, the next four days are the best days in sports, and they are the best days to gamble on sports because it's March freaking madness, and well, and it is so much fun with the Bet Parks app and these games, especially because we talked about it yesterday. Like your bracket, you're not gonna win your bracket. You're not gonna win it. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know you got all this hope in your bracket. Guess what? Unless you're, you're going like to lose a five-person league, exactly. which, which is like... But you know it, what you could win? Bet on this team tomorrow. You know what you could win? Bet futures. You know what you could win? Uh, I like this team minus two. You right. can win every day. Right. Well, and also... You're going to be watching the games anyway. So, so the the tournament starts at 12. Yeah. So you're probably listening to this and it's already started. Hear what I would say to you. This is what you get for ignoring us for months. If you <laughs> like, sorry. This is, if you're listening, you're like, man, I wish I had the, the Bet Parks app so I could be playing along with everybody else. Well, guess what? You should have listened weeks ago. So you know how you right. can rectify it for the next time there's a great right. betting event? It's a great point. Download it now. This is, see, he gets it. You should get also, it. Also, real quick, I gave on the la- on the last like Bet Parks thing to Bet Embiid plus 550 at Straight MVP. Winners. He's, he's going to be favorite now. He's going to be minus. So. I got him at se- oh, pl- close seven. Yeah, I, I think plus he's like plus, he plus I got him at plus still. 680 when I got him. I'm ecstatic about it. Yeah, he's going to win it. I bet 10 to win 70, essentially. I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. Free money. Free money. And to the to the point about the, the basketball action, ha- action happening in the next few days, as I always say, like we're watching the games anyway. It's so much more fun to have some action on it and to really care. Here's the deal. Listen to this. New users bet $10 and get $125 in sports bonus if your first bet is a winner. That is an amazing deal. Download the app now. Make a Bet Parks future wager. Current Bet Parks odds. Bets on what college team is going to win it all uh, in the championship on April 3rd and so much more. Again, new users bet $10 and get $125 in sports bonus back if your first bet is a winner. Check website for terms and conditions at betparks.com. Download the app now. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Coming up later, we'll give you our picks for the tournament. Well, by we, you mean I'm going to copy whatever picks you I give me. I will be giving you I my picks. To, yeah. I have been researching. I have been okay. locked in. I've been watching highlights. Wow. I haven't. That's a lie. 
Okay, I did I watch. I did watch two full days of college basketball though, heading wow. into the weekend this past weekend. I'm gonna get special food for the games today. That's my yeah. yeah that's that's my thing. big one. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I'm actually gonna sleep for the first part of it, but then well, I'll be good to go. Hope yeah. your bet still hit. Yeah, that's, that's right. I'm gonna you wake up for the second half bets. and I win some. Throwing that out there. That's true. Live bet. Yeah. That's a great time. All right, um, we'll get to that coming up in a few. Uh, the sleigh thing. Yeah. The roller coaster. The, the he's gone. Nah, he's tweeting right and left. This and that. Your thoughts? So yesterday, Wednesday. Was the Birds Town Hall uh, at, at McGurk's for for WIP? Shout out! We had a few auto downloader real ones there. This one guy, they all, it's the truest thing that all the auto downloader real ones are just such nice people, and they were all really nice yesterday. This one guy come, comes up yesterday, got like the flyest pea coat on I've ever seen. I, I I literally last night was thinking I should have asked him where he got it. <laughs> so if you're listening, DM me and let me know where you got it. <laughs> but so yesterday, the whole sleigh roller coaster. I was on from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I feel like I spent 12 hours convincing people that Darius Slay is a good football player. Everyone's like, well, he's not worth the money. He was bad the second half of the year. Cornerbacks don't matter. They're irreplaceable. And they're then replaceable, si- you mean? Yeah, they're replaceable, right. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I was like, that wouldn't yeah, make much sense. Right. Yeah. And then he signs last night, and it's like, oh, how he's cooking. Slay's back, all in. And it's such a classic fan experience yeah. of... When it's, when you want to nag him. Exactly. Then, yeah. Yeah. When it's gone, it's like, oh, he's not that good. And when he's back, it's like, all right, we love him again. Love him. Right? Here's the reality about Slay. He's a critical piece of this team. He's 32. Could he take a step back next year? Sure. So could Kelsey. So could Graham. So could Cox. The reality of signing older players. But the other reality of signing good players is they're good. Like Darius Slay was, according to Pro Football Focus, I think ninth in the league last year in coverage. Um, He's an important part. I think that there's also a big difference between being number two corner, number one. And I know Slay doesn't follow every week. And, and Bradbury takes his snaps against number one receivers. But mentally, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I know now with Slay that I can I can say, hey, we're playing whoever this week. Slay, go follow him if you need to. And it's just such a mental part of it. It's funny. I was thinking about this with, uh, with Jalen Mills, actually. Jalen Mills physically, and I've always been a Mills guy. Yeah. He, he got more out of his career than probably his skill set indicated, right? And why did he get that? Because of the finger wagging, because of the confidence, right? Like, you have to be a certain type of person to be a cornerback number one, which Mills was for this team for a few years. Slay's that guy. Like, Slay is that dude, right? So, ultimately, with the contract thing, I, you know, is he worth $17 million in base salary this year? We can debate that. I don't think he's worth like 10. I think he's worth more than that. And so, you know, they cut him. They bring him back. The numbers aren't out on it yet. But I think they're a better team with Slay on it because I think it's in a really important position. I think cornerback is really important in especially number one corner. Had he left, could they have drafted somebody at 10 that maybe ended up being as good? Maybe, but that's a big risk. Well, they might still draft somebody at 10. They could. They could. And and they're better off. I think they're probably going to go like... I think they'll go D-line too, but... By the yeah. way, this is something I want to throw in. I got some in. thoughts on this. Yeah, I don't don't rule out maybe not a ten, but they're going to take an offensive lineman high again. They oh, just wow. are not a what tackle. I was like think about this. I mean, my lot of you got, but like Lane, they're going to restructure him and stuff. But Lane's what like 35, 36? Andre Dillard gone. Like maybe not in the first round, but I think with one of those, what do they have? Three picks in the first th- two rounds. I, I think one of the. I think the second round pick. I think it's a tackle. I'm fine with that. Ultimately, I mean, it is funny. This will be like the third year in a row they take what they do. an offensive lineman. What yeah, and I'm, I'm fine do. with it. Um, but I thought you're going to go Jalen Carter at ten. Well, I mean, if we could, I would get him in a second. I just don't know if he'll be there. So, I don't know how it's all going to play out, and obviously all the off the field stuff, and then he was completely out of shape for his thing and all that. Yeah, so, I don't so know. here would be my Jalen Carter take quickly. I mean, I would draft him. Is my take. I would. 
Oh. But I also think we need to recognize, like... It's a serious thing. Guys dude. fall for a reason. Yeah. And if he falls to 10, it's not... You know, it is he had a bad pro day. It yeah. is teams have off field. Like, just throwing that out there. I'm not saying I wouldn't draft him. No, look, it goes both ways, though. I mean, like, we've and seen... guys it, could be wrong. Like, yeah. well, they were. I mean, Warren Sapp fell. Yeah. That was wrong. Randy Moss fell. That was wrong. Like, Agreed. that stuff happened. A thousand yeah. percent, right? I'm just... I would just say, when we do the Jalen Carter pod about what... I do think there's some validity to why he's I understand. Fun. Yeah, well, but, yeah, for sure. So anyway, so with Slay, I, and what I really like about the Slay thing, to be honest, and I know it it can be lip service sometimes, but I thought his wife tweeting about how bad they wanted to be back. It was sweet. And her tweeting like, I'm sitting here in disbelief, I'm crying. I do think that was a, a look into how he really feels too, you know? I agree with and you. And when we talk about the Kelsey leadership and the Graham leadership, Slay is right there. I mean, I'm in that locker room. Like, Slay is talkative. He's bringing gifts in for people. His wife makes banana pudding for the whole team every Friday. Like, he's an important part of that locker room. But but that aside, he's still very, very good. I And I think it's unfair for people to say he had a bad second half of the year in the way that let's go through every defender in the second half. Well, he also, when you say a bad second half of the year, I think it's he had an elite first half of the year. Right. And maybe just what, like we were talking about in three games being defense player of the year candidate, yeah. if you remember. Yeah. So so he might not have been that bad in the second half. It was just he wasn't super well, elite. And also, in the if you look half. at the second half of the year, because a lot of the stats uh, I saw, and I will shout out our good friend, uh, Brandon Lee Gowan, had, had, a, I love, had, had a tweet yesterday. Guy. And it was like weeks one through whatever, and then well, whatever through the, through the Super Bowl. Well, I would guess that all the secondary guys weren't as as good the second half of the year statistically because they played their two worst defensive games, Dallas and Kansas yeah. City. Now Slay holds responsibility; he was on the field, but you know the Chauncey that everybody wants back so bad, he was on the field. Mm-hmm. James Bradbury was on the field; like all these guys were right. So ultimately, I don't view the second half of last year as a red flag for me personally. Could I end up being wrong? Maybe. I just, I think that bringing Slay back is they're they're a better team, and I'll I'll re, you know to bring back what I said at the beginning. The incompetency of the NFC makes it important to have good players on the Eagles next year because they can end up just being more talented than everybody else again, and they're more talented with Slay. Like it's easy to to, to dismiss the idea of Slay not being here until next year and week whatever they're playing some team and like they can't get you know the, the secondary is bad. Like Slay was the number one corner on the number one pass defense. For the first time in 31 years, the team has done that, right? So let's not overlook how good he was last year. And so I'm good with it. Like, look, in two years, he's probably not going to be here. Maybe he's not even here in 2024. But ultimately, I think it was a smart move to bring him back. I think it was a smart move to prioritize bringing him back in terms of allocating the money that way. So the roller coaster of it all, I think they they cut him, right, obviously, or they were going to. I, I have a friend that made a good point. Do you think they leaked the cut to try to see what teams would really offer him? And then once once Slay saw Maybe. the other once Slay saw the other offers was like, eh. possibly like because you that'd think be, about that'd be smart when Rosenhaus is is like shopping Slay around before before the teams are probably like, well, you're gonna cut him anyway, right? But once it's like we're gonna cut him, then teams call and go, you know, oh, okay, like you're gonna be cut, like you know, yeah. So I think maybe that really was part of it, point. yeah. yeah. So I, I think it, it worked out great for the team because they have Slay. And they now come back next year with Bradbury, Slay, and Maddox, who, you know, we can debate cornerback duos, but in, cor- in terms of trios, I can't imagine there is a team currently right now with three, a better CB1, CB2, and Nickel than the Eagles. 
Um, yeah, I'd have to get through. I mean, Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey alone yeah. in Miami probably may. I don't know their cor- their nickel is, but like it might not matter. I those think two Slay guys and are Bradbury so are, are, are there with them. Nah, like I mean, if they're, they're really 10, good, but like they're yeah. I mean, if they're, they're ten, talking, they're like a nine. I mean, they're I, potentially the two best corners in football, or yeah. at least two of the three or four best corners in football. But I get your point. I think the Eagles are high for, on that list for what it's worth. And you know, I know now they're on different teams, but the Eagles, according to Pro Football Focus last year, for this year's roster, are the only team in the end of in the NFL, excuse me, that had two guys in the top 10 last year. Like, Ramsey and Howard were not both in the top 10 last year. I'd have to double check, but I'm right. 95% I'm just saying, look, sure. the, the point is, I, we'd have to go around to every team in the league. Like, I think they're up there. I think they're one of the two or three best yeah. trios. And again, look, I, I do, and I'm really happy he's back. I didn't want them to cut him. I didn't want to lose him. Like, I I wanted him back. But, like, he is 32. He's going to be 32 yeah. soon. Like, you There's know, flaws. Yeah, there are flaws. And is it possible that the second half of the season was the beginning of drop-off? Of course it is. Yeah. It's absolutely possible. But I am with you. I think Darius Slay is still a really good football player. And, again, I think your point about this season and, and taking advantage of a weak conference when you still have a great roster and you have the best quarterback at the conference is a no-brainer. Yeah. You know? So, um, all right, the Rashad Penny thing. Um, we have not talked on this pod about Rashad Penny. It happened after we did the last pod. Your thoughts? So here's my Rashad, uh, Rashad Penny thoughts. Um, I think the market told you exactly how good he is. He got 600000 guaranteed. And there has been debate since then about who's better, Miles or, or Penny. For what it's worth, Miles got $14 million guaranteed. Yeah, it's a crazy contract. It is, but I'm just saying. Look, he, the market said that Miles is better, but Rashad Penny has not stayed on the field. I think... Play for play, I think if both guys are healthy, like there is an argument that Rashad Benny is more talented. He was drafted in the first round, not the second. Like he is a super talented guy. I do think there is an argument that he is more talented than Miles, but Miles has stayed on the field yeah. and Miles has played. Like Miles is a better player when you consider Miles had a better career. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. hundred percent. I think Penny is good. I mean, you look at the stats and obviously like he has, you know, the yards after contact, the yards per carry. You you look at his highlights and you can just see it. You don't even look at the stats. Like you look at some of the runs he had in Seattle and he's got power with also like lightning quick speed, right? I think Miles didn't have a great breakaway speed. Penny is is like once he it takes him maybe two or three yards, but once he's going, like he's gone, right? So I think that the the, the upside is there. And you know, six hundred thousand guaranteed, like that's like nothing. Well, right? think about this: all four of the Eagles' running backs, so Gainwell, Penny, Boston Scott, and Trey Sermon, all four combined will make less than Miles Sanders. Yeah, I mean, now, think about that. Now, I, 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 I would rather have Miles, but, uh, but look, in a vacuum, for the exact same price, I would take Miles over Rashad Penny. But I would way, 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 way rather have Rashad Penny at, at six hundred thousand guaranteed than Miles at the number he got. Yeah. Like he's not even close so, to it. So this isn't like good. a light year. I'd rather Boston Scott at two million than Miles Sanders at what he's at. So this is not gonna be a popular statement, but to me, the Rashad Penny conversation sounds a lot like when the Eagles got Bradford in fifteen and it was this guy's really talented uh, if he can stay healthy. Very if he can stay healthy. Very if he can stay different. healthy. Very I, different. I don't know. I mean different positions, but and in terms also, of also that guy's a quarterback making twenty three right, right, right. million dollars. Saying, this is a this is a this is a flyer. No, They're no, taking I, a flyer right, right. on a guy. I agree that the investment and the position are different. That's I, the that's the heart of everything we're talking about. No, no, it's but like, what are you paying also the guy about this, for you? This guy could be could end up potentially being the running back one, right? And as good as a team was passing the ball last year, and they were very good at it, and I, obviously you know I'm team pass the ball, it still just feels, and I'm curious if you agree, like the heart of this team, the backbone of it is the running game. Yeah, I, but I think the running game works as long as Jalen's here. Like I think, well, I think Jalen made Miles better. I think this offensive line made Miles better. Like yeah. I think Miles is fine. 
I think he's probably the like, I don't know, 15th best running back in football, 17th best run. Like, I think he's middle of the pack. I think Rashad Penny is below that, but I think Rashad Penny's ceiling is higher than Miles Sanders is. I, I, and I when you're talking about paying one eighth or one seventh this season, what you'll be paying Miles Sanders, like, it's a no, like, I am ecstatic with Rashad Penny at that price over Miles Sanders. So it's I not would, even close. To I it. wouldn't have given Miles that money. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Fourteen million over four years. Well, but like, well, I mean, it's twenty-five million, fourteen million yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I would not have given him that money. My only concern with Penny is, and you're right, if Penny can stay healthy, he's a very good player. He is like he's shown that. But he he is he also not stayed he is not stayed oh, healthy. There's no question. So so ultimately, for a team that knows they have to run the ball, and you're right, if he if he can stay healthy again, what we're gonna say it eight hundred thousand times because he's never stayed healthy. If he can stay healthy, he can be really good. He's explosive. Like and all it was behind things. a trash yes, offensive line. Now he's going to be in the best running system of running again, back. They're going to rotate guys like that. We right. know what they want to do. Like they're going to move. They're they're going to play game well. They're going to play Boston Scott. They're going to play Trey Sermon. Like the, whoever steps up is going to get the ball. Like they're going to they're going to play those guys. I just they have to make another move. I, I, I don't can, think so. I think I they're can, fine with these four. I cannot go into next year no, with I these disagree. four because because as good as Penny is, we the history has shown, and it's tough to predict if guys will get hurt. We, when If Penny is your running back, you have to ask yourself, are you okay playing a crucially important game or or like the rest of the season with Gainwell, Scott, and Trey Sermon? I thought that's what it was going to be anyway. Yeah, but see, I, that's where we differ. I'm not okay with that. Like, I need a difference. I'm not, I'm I, not ideal with it. I but need again, a better running back. I, I like Rashad Penny a lot more than you do. It seems no, I like Penny. I'm like, just I saying think, he gets Penny, hurt all the time. Right, but that's when he's been asked to be a bell cow running back. Like, he's going to be, he's gonna be, you know, taking less carries. He's going to be buying a way better offensive line. The Eagles... Have done an amazing job the last few years at keeping guys healthy. Yeah, no, I, agree I mean with that that, yeah. that player poll, the NFLPA thing, where they did, ranked all the teams yep. on all the stuff, like in all the stuff that would relate to this type of thing, whether it was training staff, strength and conditioning, like all that type of stuff. Like the Eagles were A pluses in all those. Yeah. Like you trust your your infrastructure. I like this to signing. get the most yeah. out of a shot. I love it. I yeah. comparatively, again, I think Miles got. Way like insanely overpaid, and even if it weren't just just not Miles Sanders, like I'm not paying a running back yeah, that unless they're like miles from a it, right? stud. <laughs> I, I think if they made this signing in week three of free agency, I would be like, wow, six hundred thousand dollars. You bring him in if he stays healthy, it's a home run hit. If he's hurt, who like not who cares? But you know, like you didn't invest a ton of money, right? I just my like I need another running back. Whether it's whether it's a veteran, so wait, they bring so you, in. So you don't, so you want Trey Sermon on the roster then? Well, it's tough because we are not going to keep five running. Backs. No, I agree. Right. Well, so Gainwell like- and Boston Scott are locks to make the roster, and I would think Rashad Benny of Healthy a lock to make the roster. So you yeah. only need one more running back. Yeah, I'm okay if Trey. Like, I mean, Trey I, Sermon was a third round pick. I like years. Trey Sermon. Right. I, so I, why not? The point is, the Eagles, like I said before, are paying all four guys less than Miles Sanders is making. Like that's clearly a choice at the running back position yeah. to to pay not a lot of money and get the most out of guys, like, and that's smart. We always say that's smart. I, I would I would consider a running back at thirty. I would consider running back at whatever their second pick is. It fifty three this year? Probably not. That was whatever. That hurt, it is. So yeah. I don't know exactly. When. Yeah, that's probably why I'm thinking of that. Again, I think Penny is a really good player when he's healthy, and I think in this system and with this health staff, he could be really good and end up being one of the best bargain signings of free agency. I you are correct about all that. I just know that with how important it is for this team to run the ball. I am not okay going into the season with the collection with their current collection of running backs. As much as I like Sermon, he's completely unproven. He is unproven. Gainwell also, to a certain extent, look has shown flashes, but has never been like a crucial, important part of the offense. Boston Scott is a great player for what Boston Scott is. I think for a game or two, he could be good enough, right? 
I just I need somebody that I have more confidence in, especially when I think they're going to win with offense. So I, I, my concern is Penny has an outstanding training camp. We're all like, wow, look at this guy. And then week two, God forbid, he tears his ACL or does whatever, and he's gone. And then you're sitting there, and it's like Trey Sermon, who has maybe 10 carries in the NFL. And th- I get that any running back will be better, but that doesn't mean you can't add special players there. Like I would right, still, but they're not going to pay money for it. Is the problem? What special player? Like, are you I would adding? trade for Austin Eckler, but I I know I mean, that's they're not going to do that. I know they're though. not. But and I'm Austin just saying, Eckler wants a contract. Like I right. would love to have Austin Eckler here, but he the reason he's going to get traded is because he wants a new contract. Like you wouldn't give him a new contract, would you? I would, but you give him like ten to fifteen million a year. So you that's know what's what funny? For. What's funny is uh, when I first saw the news, I was like, oh no way, they're not going to pay him. But if you look at running back money, and especially like the top guys in the league, which Eckler is, like. Well, yeah, the the the, the franchise tag is only like ten million for running backs. They're not. I that think it was high. like was it, le- was it that high? I so think either so, way, I think the, I've seen to it your Saquon point, there are not that many guys who make double digit. Yeah, like I think million. you could get Austin Eckler for nine million no, a year. No, you couldn't. Why, why? He's about to be twenty eight. Yeah, but he's he's literally was the best running back in football. I agree, last year. but if you look at comparable contracts, Aaron Jones, who's not as good as Austin Eckler, but is very good, right? He got I think fifteen million guaranteed. On a, like a, maybe a three or four year deal, right? That was a bad contract, Aaron. Jones. It was. I agree, but I'm saying he's also, I think, a year and a half younger. So you are right that you're going to have to pay Eckler, but I would like I would again. This is not going to be a surprise. I would give Eckler the money that I would give Chauncey in terms of eight or nine million. Yeah. All right. I would rather have Chauncey. I get your yeah. point, but I would rather have Chauncey. And again, I'm I'm pretty stoked with the the way they're building the running back room. I get your point, but I I am look. You got to pinch penny somewhere. You know, they you, keep you sign all right. these guys. Uh, yeah. You were right about this. I get I, it. I'm just, I get it. You would rather they have a better running back. I yeah, and it. I'm. I also. I think like I probably just get more nervous. I get than it. you do in ways totally in terms of it. you know it's week three and we're talking about they have no running. Back. I know. Yeah. yeah. You know, I it's like it. why it's why I would bring back Sam Molly when they have Jergens. Like the positions and not the running back, but offense in certain positions. I am always going to be okay just like stacking bodies. And frankly, that's what Howie has has like taught us from covering the team, right? Like if you look at it, they're always deep on the lines and it always ends up helping them out. So I yeah, I would uh I I would I would bring in another running back. And All I right. like Penny. I don't want to be painted as anti-Penny guy. Hey Penny, I get it. I mean, he's Sam Bradford. It's all but good. like Yeah, you called him Sam Bradford. Wow. I mean, his it's the reality of what his career is. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remember, you know, again, with Bradford, it was an offseason. People didn't like Bradford as much because the money and position yeah. and all that. It's very but it was, it was a, a whole offseason of if he stays healthy, if he stays healthy. I can't remember the last time we talked about a player if, 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 and it happens. Yeah. You know, so. All right, let's get to the tournament. Let's do a little gambling here. It is the Bet Parks Picks I just, pod. One, you can answer in two, two, one word. Do you think they signed Chauncey, yes or no? Yes. Okay. You? I think yes, too. Yeah. I think they're going to figure it out. I do, too. <laughs> He's so excited. Yeah. Uh, it'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the tournament. Um, obviously, experts here when it comes to tournament betting. Elliot has just been all over this. He's yeah. The last month studying college I, I, basketball. I like betting college basketball. I do not enjoy watching college basketball. Really? Yeah. I love college basketball. I just don't. I, I mean, the fair. players are not very good. So I like uh, I like Alabama a lot. Number one seed, very okay. good this year. <laughs> Got a dude named All Brandon right. Miller is very good. Uh, I like Texas. I'm in on Texas this year as a two yeah? seed. Yeah, I like okay. Texas. I watched them. Any the, reason why? I watched yes. them in the Big Ten okay. tournament. They were great. All they right. won the tournament. What's your Houston fun. thought? 
I'm I I'm not in on Houston. I know everyone else is. They're the number one overall seed. Yeah. I like Alabama better, and I like Texas better. Texas is in their bracket. I have Texas beating Houston. You do? Okay. So You're I filled a Houston out a, guy. Well, I filled out a bracket because we're doing the bracket. Yeah. Yep. And I can't remember who I had winning. I feel like maybe Kansas. I think you might have Kansas too. Yeah. And Kansas so, a good choice. Kansas a team. Here's how I filled Grady my Grady Dick, one of the best freshmen in the country. What a name. I know. Uh, Strong I, name. I filled my bracket out basically by, by with this logic. What schools have been do I believe have been good at college basketball? It's a good, great, great way of going about and it. And I just don't think Houston checks that box. Like Alabama doesn't They've either. They've been good the last few years. Houston Kelvin Sampson right. went there, but uh, Alabama in like the the highlights I've seen. They look seems awesome. like they have good guard. Play. They look awesome. Yeah, Alabama. That like they, dude Brandon Miller is he's going to be a top three pick. Right. In the draft. I know he's got the whole yeah the yeah, whole problematic thing, thing happening. What's going Very on with these players? Yeah. And yeah, they, Miller Carter all yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. All right, so you like Texas. I like UConn as a four seed if you're looking for a lower seed to make a run. I like UConn quite a bit. Um, this is obviously all expert opinion and stuff. Well, and even though the tournament will start by you hurt by the time you hear this, you could still bet long odds. Well, not necessarily. This will be up before no, no, 11. No, you have time, but I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm saying not necessarily. People could listen to this before the tournament if they listen right away. Oh, I agree, 100%. Really, I mean, look, there are... Are listening right now, right. getting these tournament, but, these gems. But also, Live. I'm saying you're you could, welcome. You could bet futures too. So yeah, you could. Yeah, uh, I like the Texas. Unless uh, of course they're 1300 to win it all. Um, plus what? Plus 1300 to win it all. Texas. I like that. I like I'm it. In. I like it. Well, I got it at plus 1900 when the tournament Look first started. Now it's down to plus 1300. So well, nope. didn't no start yet. You mean when the bracket when the bracket first came out? They you put mean? it out and then it's bad. Oh yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, so they dropped 600. They wow. dropped 600. Okay. Um. All right. Um. The most important part of this. Um. You know. Let's tell you how to gamble thing. Um, so we do, a again, you're not going to win your bracket. Bet on games. We do a bracket because everyone does brackets. Yes. Even though I know I'm going to lose. Yeah. But here's what we did because we know we're going to lose. So we do a bracket where you can put three entries in. It's like, you Who's know, we? me and Emily. We do okay. it every year the same. It's my buddy's bracket. It's, okay. you know, uh, it's like, um, you know, you can do three for the, you know, cheap, the last one, yeah, like, yeah. at half price or whatever. Um, so we always, what we do each year, and Emily has beat me like 10 years in a row, mm. is I fill out a bracket, she fills out a bracket, and then we do one together. Right. Okay. And her bracket has beaten mine like literally eight out of the last nine. Yeah. It's like a joke. We just decided because of how ridiculous this all is. Right. We had Zoe pick the third bracket this year. Nice. Zoe has Marquette winning the tournament. Marquette. Yeah. She I thought will it, say she thought it was Mercat. Nice. And she's like, ooh, Mercat. Like is that like a mermaid cat? I, I don't, want them. <laughs> so Mar- we literally went through it every game. We'd be like, all right, uh, you know, like Michigan State versus USC, and she go. USC. You're like, all right, USC it is. I will say. She's got if, some weird picks in there. If but if you, Marquette wins the tournament, I'm winning it all. So if, if you had to like name five random schools that could win it, I think Marquette would be one of them. Yeah. You know, like, I, I know seed. nothing about him. It's not crazy. I've heard about him a Shaka bunch. Shaka Smart, great yeah. coach. It seems like he's been good. I saw a picture of him celebrating on Twitter, so <laughs> seems like they're doing well. I'm happy you're here for this. I'm happy you're here. <laughs> Yeah, this, I mean, the, again, the funnest part is just putting the parlay together and seeing the what happens. The funnest part, yes, is getting the bet marks. We should we should we look up a quick parlay for today? That's yeah, you want to build idea. a live one? Yeah, let's build a live one. We're gonna you build. Have, you have your. I'm your pulling it up right now. Okay, we are gonna build a live bet parks parlay. So yeah, I got the app open right there. You can see it on the uh, on the old video uh, YouTube. If you're All not right, watching sports. us on YouTube, by the way, I mean, if you want to build it along with us, that'd yeah, be fun. That'd be fun. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right, here we go. Hold on, I have to get it up. All right, okay. here we go. All right, so, so f- all right, are you looking at like the homepage from in Virginia? I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at okay. all this. All right, so what do we feel strongly about today? All right, I like Virginia minus six. You do? Yeah, I'm a big Furman guy, man. I mean, come on, their name is Furman. Big Furman imagine. guy. Okay. Big Furman guy. No, right. I'm kidding. But I, I don't, I don't. So we'll skip that one. Honestly, it's more that I don't love Virginia. 
What about West Virginia, Maryland? I don't care about that game. I like Maryland. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Money line. I want we need we need yeah, at we least, you know, a money little, lines. Yeah, yeah, I like it. All right, so we're going Maryland. Because uh, Elliot likes him. Duke minus six is kind of tempting. I like Charleston plus three. You're Charleston. Kristen guy. went to Charleston. So did she really? Yeah. Boom. All so, right. So that's it through the money line. I mean, just those two alone are plus five forty four. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> I have to get to the page that's not the uh should we do page. like a uh, a bigger money line? Duke. Why don't we do the Duke money line? So that's look at this. That's plus seven sixty nine. Wait, did you do Charleston plus one eighty? I did Charleston plus one eighty. I did Maryland plus one thirty, and I did Duke minus two eighty six. Just do the money line. Don't mess around with the right. points. It's well, do plus seven sixty nine. Do we want to add another seventy seven dollars? Essentially, do you want to add another early morning game though? Like I'll just go Furman Virginia. You said you kind of like Furman, but I'm okay not betting that. Utah State Missouri. If you want to, you well, no, I'm like I mean, Howard. Seven sixty nine is pretty good odds. I agree. I'll, yeah. I so, think this is our parlay. Wow. So <laughs> I don't feel strongly about anything else. Um, Not that I felt super strongly. So that. I had in my like bracket thing already, or in my like ticket, the Eagles to win the Super Bowl and Jalen win MVP. And if you combine those three games with those two, it's like plus twelve thousand. There you go. So, I don't know. It'd be a fun yeah, way to yeah. do it. So yeah, plus six. Seven, I like 69. this. All right, that is our official park bet parks parlay: Maryland money line, Charleston money line, Duke money line. And have some fun with the tourney. Uh, we are again not on on Saturday. Phillies baseball tournament. Well, tournament, I think. Just, right. Just, uh, everyone's out. April first. April first. Not a fool. I was gonna, not a joke. Not a joke. We will yeah. be there April first. Um, Although it'd be funny if we ended up not being on. Would be yeah. hilarious. But it's not um, a joke currently. We're supposed. We to be will on. be back if Jalen Hurts signs a contract, obviously, or if there's any other big news going on. Is obviously free agency still open, and then of course pod next week, all that good stuff. Uh, I have one actually five second thought. Sure. I do wonder if Hurts is taking less money. Like if they bring back CJ oh, Bradbury, so we talked Slay, about that today. It's like <laughs> I don't know how you kind of think he does it in any other way. I mean, like, they could structure it. And but if nothing else, I think the point that you made prior to free it, agency yeah. is that they they have the structure of the contract and they waited to to kind of see exactly what that first year number is. Yeah, I think it's the right move. Smart. I agree. All right. Uh, final thoughts, my friend. Yo, yes. you got your notes now. I know. Um, where did I write these down? I, Here, I know. I'll let you look. I'll give mine because I me- mentioned it last pod. I never got to it. I really like that the Eagles ho- hired a nickel coach. Oh, yeah, you were saying I re- that. So, first of all, it seems like this dude is super liked. Like, you know, the amount of uh, people on Twitter just being like, you don't, you know, you don't understand. This guy's an amazing coach, all this stuff. But I just like that the Eagles are thinking outside the box. Like, yeah. no one has a nickel coach. Like, why not? It's Sean just another. Desai. It's just another way to bring a, a a smart guy into the building and have him help with other stuff. I'm sure the nickel coach is going to help with the other cornerbacks and stuff like that. It's not like he's just going to be a nickel coach. Yeah, I just think it's it's creative. It's different. I appreciate them. Uh, I appreciate when teams look at the way things are always done. This is just how we do it. And say why not? Why do not do that? Yeah. And I, I really appreciate it. So I mean, I don't know. Again, all I know is what people said about him online, which seemed positive. I don't really know anything about this nickel coach. I like the idea that the Eagles were like, "Let's go hire a nickel." We also, I don't think I ever, ever comment on the fact they hired DJ Elliott. Yeah, Elliott's just what a name. Temple. Spells it it's the like right the way. Old Temple. Literally a DJ Elliott from Temple. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like me on the ox court. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's my thought. Ready? So I wrote this a week ago, but it's topical with the fact that yesterday was Jack Fritz's birthday. Oh, really? Yes. Is do, that you think, we're doing? do you think there's a song in the world that a higher percentage of people know the lyrics than Happy Birthday? No. I, a, I think it has a, to be, a, right? It's a, great, it's a great point. There can't be a single... And I know, obviously, it translates to different language, like, uh-huh. but the words are essentially the same, right? Yeah. So 
I can't. I mean, the alphabet. But now, usually, when you do these things, I'm like, "That's dumb," and you're wrong. I totally agree. With I you. can't think of one. It's got to be happy birthday. Like maybe a, a hymn that I'm not thinking no, of. But even no. then, like even then, there are people are all kinds right, of different religions. Are religious, so. so like, yeah, like the ABC song, sure. But then, like, it's like, do they really all do the, you know, the? Yeah. I'll do, I'll, now I, mean, I know. Right. My exactly. ABCs, yeah. Next time, we'll, you and know. also, I mean. Well, I don't want to say, I'm going to make something. So, like, there are ones, but I agree with you. Because, like, you, the ones that would come to mind is, like, Marry a Little Lamb. Like, those type of songs. Like, wherever, right. you know, like, you but all know. But do those transcend, like, That's outside my point, the country? Though. I think they do. But but even still, I think the point is, is that even with that, Happy Birthday, I think, would have to be about that. I mean, think about it. What it's a great point. It might be the only song in, in your life you hear at least once a year. Might be. And you hear it more because other people's birthdays, but you. you specifically hear that's it a once good, a year. That's a really good point. And you learn it from the. It's probably one of the first songs you learn to sing. This is a great. This is I'm it's the highest percentage song I'm, in the see, world. See, this is what you start a notes thing, and then yeah. all of a sudden, boom. There we go. Your final thoughts. Much better. Just like that. Proud of you, buddy. Thank you. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Enjoy I mean, the tournament. Sounds like not today. No, not yeah. today. Enjoy the tournament. Bet on the tournament with the Bet Parks app. And uh, until then, he's on the gym. Boom.